Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are sitting down at Rabbit Hole and we are visiting them for their private label slash single barrel event for the High Gold um, Single Barrel Series. And this one was uh, chosen by Fred Minnick and um, we're going to talk to Adam Edwards and Cave, and then uh, today we also have sitting with us uh, Nick Hayden, as usual. People know Nick. Nick, how you doing? Doing well. And then uh, Sarah Haven. Sarah, if you don't mind, give us a you know thirty second elevator pitch. Who you are, what you <laughs> do, and you know we're we're glad you joined us today. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, and thank you for inviting me on here. Um, I have been writing about bourbon for uh, I'd say about ten to fifteen years <laughs> at various publications and out- media outlets in Louisville. Um, I also do bourbon tours with Mint Julep, and um, I'm also working um, as a director of whiskey for Cask X, which is an investment type company. Um, so yeah, just there you trying go. to hustle, you know, hustle the bourbon. Work grind. the bourbon, yeah. We love that. We love that. <laughs> yeah. So, and Adam, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, my man? Man, I'm good. It's good to be back. So what happened? What, what, what happened with the baby face, man? We we, we were Grizzly Bear <laughs> Adams, you know. The last time we saw <laughs> you today, we're baby face Adam. You know, uh, it's just it had, the beard had to go. The beard had to go. I was too hot all the time. My Ugh. head was so hot. I just needed some cool air against my chin. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, it's <laughs> believe it or not, it's just I do a lot of media, and sometimes I got to do reshoots. And uh, continuity is a big thing. And I got tired of trimming my beard to like an exact length all the time, so I just took it off. There <laughs> you go. That, that, I guess that's of the, the secret to life, right? <laughs> Yeah, I've got a face for radio, so therefore nobody ever sees it. I so. hear you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the event, um, you know, what the high gold blend is, you know, all that type of stuff, because some people may not remember th- from the first time we were out here at Rabbit Hole and kind of go from there, and then uh, hopefully we'll uh, have Kave here in a few minutes, and uh, we'll, we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, so, uh, you know, first of all, I am a huge fan of high gold. I really love this mash bill. This is a high rye mash bill um the the rye is malted so it's 25 percent malted rye and five percent malted barley this is named after christian highgold who is a you know huge figure in louisville history uh built the highgold house over there the what they call that the opening of butcher town or the gate of butcher town yep right next to the louisville botanical gardens or waterfront botanical gardens um and he was a german immigrant and so that's why we use german malted rye in this you know generally the the flavors of highgold it's even though it's a high rye it's it's really soft up front doesn't really act like one right away and then it's very very soft and sweet in the mid palate so the caramel kind of keeps going but sort of morphs into more like citrusy flavors orange peel and a little bit of orange zest but the end is where it reminds you that it's a high rye you start to get some of that black pepper and white pepper right here in the Kentucky hug Um, it's a really balanced drink is what I like about it's got a nice sort of progression all the way through Um, the high gold is our very first single barrel so we chose this label as our very first single barrel release and today here in this building you witnessed the very first release of that single barrel um this one was chosen and, and picked by cave and um uh, fred Menick. it is uh, all the proceeds are going to fund for the arts um it is benefiting local restaurant and bar workers See, it's got a good cork pop wow a good cork that, pop. that, that, a that nice was cork a pop. solid cork that pop we had really to nice. we had to inaugurate the cork pop <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> how long have you been practicing that scott a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're like thirty minutes. Like we, I mean, yep. lime lime formed at seven a.m. ish or yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got here about eight thirty this morning, and, and we really didn't know what to expect, right? It's it's our very first kind of big distillery release 
with a staff. Um, so our first limited release was Founders Collection last year, and it was like me and two other people. Well, <laughs> well, and you've been closed it. for COVID, right? I mean, you, We have uh, been closed ever since last March 16th, I think. Um, and they're getting ready to open up the distillery for tours in about a week, I think. So I think it's like a week from today or a week from tomorrow. Um, and so this was kind of, you know, brand home, that hospitality department. This was like their dry run. And I think they just knocked it out of the park, really took care of people. They were passing water out in the, the sun. You know, Nick, you look a little sunburned. Uh, I was working on my tan. I, 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 I did not lather up with the SPF 100. I, I did like SPF 10. <laughs> you you no. know they're fancy, though, when they're handing out the Fiji, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, fa- nice. we're fancy lads. Yeah. Um, so, so the line, because I drove by Quills to get coffee, and there was probably about 20 people. And yeah. that was probably about 8.30. Yeah, I came in. I got into work around 8, 8 this morning. And so my office is over in the green building on the other side here. So I drove by. Just kind of did a loop around. I saw five people out there so i dropped my briefcase off next door and put my salad in the fridge and then walked over and uh, just started smoozing just started talking to people and you know we had people those first few people they came up from um atlanta and then the people behind them came up from nashville and then the people that came up from behind uh, behind them were from chicago and so it was like the first eight people in line morning from louisville that's that's impressive that's really neat yes and i think that is when i knew it's going to be a lot bigger than we expected we really didn't know what to expect. We didn't know maybe. We thought, you know, possibly what if, you know, only 50 people showed up? Well, everybody gets a few bottles, I guess. You <laughs> know, it's more than one per. So once, you know, I think around 3.30, I think it was about 80 people. I got here right at 4. Yeah. And according to the tickets, if there, how many bottles were there? Uh, there was 138. 138. Uh, I was right around 130-ish. Yeah. And it, it went from, you know, like 80 people to uh, like 150 in line within like 20 minutes. Yeah. No, I, just, I, got, I got here just right after yeah. four. Yeah. I had people texting me. He's like, well, should I get there? And I'm like, man, you better step on the gas. <laughs> it's starting to pick up quick. So we were really, really um, surprised. We were really happy. I mean, I think the large majority of the people in line today were from Louisville. And uh, that's just a, that's a nice support. I mean, A, the bottle, of course, is beautiful. It's an incredible spirit. Um, but it's, it's a charity. That's really what the point of was today, right? Was all the proceeds going to fund for the arts. Yep. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to come out and, you know, be a part of this event just in general is the fact that anybody that knows the podcast, they know we love charity. We do single barrel picks all the time for charity and, and uh, different nonprofits throughout the Louisville market. So that that's what we, we really were really excited about. So uh, let's talk a little bit about design. So there, yeah. there's six different labels. You know, do you want to go through that? And then, um, you know, if we want to get into the idiosyncrasies of it, you said Kaveh's the man for that. But yeah. tell he us about the six different yeah. characters that are going through and all that type of stuff. Well, you know, it made sense to go with Alice in Wonderland, of course, because mm-hmm. we are a rabbit hole. Um, so there are six different labels. So, you know, we, we've done 10 barrels this, this quarter. And it was the first 10 barrels that we were doing of any single barrel. And so nine of those are going to retail stores, of course, and then we release the one here. And this whole series is all going to be just like this. So when your retailer gets one of these cases, it's a six-bottle case, it's going to be six different labels in that case. So there's Alice, there's the Mad Hatter, there's the King, the Queen, there's the White Rabbit, and then my personal favorite, which we have here today, the Headsman. Um, But the really cool thing, first of all, it's that really beautiful watercolor sort of print Mm -hmm. which i think is just absolutely gorgeous this is all done by Kasich. so Kasich is a south korean artist um really interestingly enough you know kind of a tangent this we were talking about the headsman earlier and he's wearing that face mask 
Kasich actually designed these labels before the pandemic started. So that's kind of funny. So when you said that, I was like, man, that's really fortuitous. But yeah. then when you said that he's from, you said Korea? Just Fra- South Korea, South yeah. South Korea, so that makes more sense, yes. right? So the Japanese and you know Korean and Asian mm-hmm. cultures, they're much more into wearing masks mm-hmm. just for yeah. respect to other people, right? Absolutely. If they're sick or under the weather. So now it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And I, I, I really like the headsman design. I mean, if you've noticed all these labels, they're all updated. So, you know, the, the rabbits on like a lime scooter, just <laughs> speeding, you know, because he's late, yeah. very, very late. Um, I think Alice has Beats headphones on. Um, you know, the, the headsman, he's carrying a laptop, you know, like a MacBook or something. So everything is updated. And I thought that was a really cool way to kind of show. And I know Kavi will talk a little bit more about this, but it's a really cool way to kind of showcase us as a brand because making bourbon is a very traditional thing. There's only so much you can do, right? It's a very regulated spirit and it has been for a long time now, but it's kind of, you can now sort of get outside that box a little bit more. You can now start to do things that are a little bit more progressive. that are a little bit more innovative. And so when you look at these, you know, the Alice in Wonderland story is a very traditional story, but they're all updated with these very modern touches. And so we thought that was a really good representation of high gold and, and rabbit hole as a brand. No, absolutely. So, uh, so the Kasich guy, you said he's from South Korea. What what else do we know? Like, does he do this type of artwork all the time, or is the what's his niche kind of? I guess artwork. That it he is. Does? So it's all kind of like watercolor based. Um, I guess you could call it almost surrealism. I think it's very much surrealism. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my, my Kentucky accent came out hard on that one. <laughs> surrealism. Um, surrealism. Surrealism. <laughs> Uses oil, oil, and watercolors. Um, so he does. He he. Everything's kind of a watercolor. Sort of has that kind of almost washed out characteristic to it. But I really like the use of color in his art, which is like an easy thing to say about an artist, I guess. But he he doesn't do a whole bunch of colors in every piece. There's always just like a really kind of prime color that he uses with like a couple different accents. And I think that's really neat because you would think it would get boring after a while looking at a print that only has one. I mean, if you look at the headsman, there's really only one color in there. Everything else is black and white and then that maroon or burgundy color. But it still pops, and it's very interesting to look at. But he'll do sort of sets like this. He does sets, almost like, you know, kind of this piece behind us, almost like Warhol-esque. He does these sets, and he'll focus on different color schemes throughout that set. So speaking of color scheme, you know, Mm -hmm. you've got the blue right there, right? And with the traditional high gold. And then this one is like that maroon color. But the sherry, the sherry, the Derringer, I think is also. It's it's kind of like a maroon burgundy. Mm -hmm. So... Was there a thought process behind that, or do you know? You know, I don't... Are you talking about, like, with the single barrel, or Yeah, for the single barrel. The single barrel, I don't know. I I think that they kind of picked, like, an overall color scheme. Um, In fact, when I say they, I I mean Kasich. You know, Kaveh worked with him for a while and was, you know, gave him sort of a general sort of idea of what he wanted, but he really left the, the rest of the art up to Kasich. Like, he really did. And so I think Kasich, kind of following his own style said, you know, I'm going to just pick like six different sort of colors and integrate them into each each label. Um, and then, you know, with the core label, it, it's funny, you know, High Gold is the newest to our lineup, our core lineup, right? Um, before High Gold came out, we had that gin, that, that amazing, you know, barrel so, fresh gin. So good. So good. Probably the best gin I've ever had. You know, probably. It's it one of my the favorites. Yeah, it's, ever it's, had. it's like a limoncello. <laughs> yes. and, and, and really I'm a gin is. guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't like gin and it's one of the few gins that I've drank and I was like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's, I mean, I still really love that bottle. 
Um, and it used to come in a bottle look just like our mm-hmm. our bourbons and whiskeys. But we felt like it needed its own sort of identity and label. And so we were going to get put high gold out. And they said, you know, I really like that blue. Let's keep. And we colored it a little bit. The, the, the color changes just a little bit from the old. I think the, the gin was a little bit lighter of a blue, almost like a periwinkle. Um, yeah. Um, and then smurf. we kind of darkened it. Thank you. Yeah. It's very smurf like. Yeah. <laughs> Look was, at you, fancy color boy. I know, right? <laughs> You're going to bring up Comquat later. <laughs> Mother of Pearl. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so once we put the, the gin in its own sort of bottle and matched its color with the rye, because that's, you know, it finishes in that box with real rye, so we use that green sort of highlight on that uh, bespoke uh, bottle. We decided, hey, we have that blue. Let's put it on the high gold bottle, and it just fits so well. It just fits so well with it. And I think it fits well with the, the taste, too, because, you know, you think about color schemes and labels. You know, Cave Hill is very dark. It's very rich, kind of bold bourbon, um, and it has a dark label. High gold's a little bit brighter, a little bit brighter, a little bit more, you know, Pinot Noir to that Cabernet, right? So the blue is a little softer sort of color to it. So the bottles, though, the bottles are different. Mm-hmm. Like, like so, you, so when we look at the traditional bottles, you know, you got this nice, slender, tall bottle, very mm-hmm. distinct. It has the rabbit hole coming around to, to the sides. This one doesn't have the new one's squatty, so it's almost kind of like that hybrid between your new founders yeah. and the the, hmm. the I guess the regular your, the shelf one. So you got like it's a squatty bottle. You have the nice, really elegant cork with the you know gold or brass topper on it, mm-hmm. uh, but you still have like the wraparound ribbons. Uh, you don't I don't notice any of the rabbit around this one though. No, the rabbit. I think the rabbit didn't make it onto. The single barrel. I Pro- mean, probably it take, on one of them. It'd probably take away anyway. A I little. Mean, bit. I mean, the labels look really good. Yeah, I it's mean, like label saturation. Yeah, that's right? like two. There's a point where it gets like too exactly. much. Like, how many rabbits can you like really? Put on? <laughs> <laughs> that would be going rabbit. down the proverbial rabbit hole, yeah. right? Yeah, it just like have rabbits <laughs> like all over the place. Well, with the with the with the cost of glass, that'd be really expensive. But no, it's a beautiful design. Like I said, I'm looking at it now. It's um, so are they all different colors. Like I literally got here late, so I yeah. so I apologize. No, um, it's okay. Um, but I blame so you. So this one's maroon. So like, is Alice maroon as well? Or no, so? Alice is um, blue, I believe. Okay, and I then might, uh, might you have like car. the graphic. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, actually, I think I have it in my pocket. Yeah. Good call. Here so let's go. talk about uh, that a little bit more. Yeah. So, so you can actually see, and, and the ribbons up top sort of match it so the alice she has like sort of a red color and okay, it matches yep. like i think the beach or the ribbon yeah and then oh the, the march hare is on a skateboard that's cool is. yeah <laughs> oh he's on a bird scooter or oh, like a, a bird scooter, scooter or whatever okay. oh, and nice. i think they used orange to kind of match his little coat um the queen does have some like crazy colors in there um and the king does too just because of those you know their their, their, their coats or whatever um and then the is it the um the Mad Hatter is like that kind of lime green, yep, almost. And so, like the 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 ribbon up the top sort of matches with parts of those colors. Yep. So you got the 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 lime green is the Mad Hatter, and mm-hmm. then we've got the the headsman here in kind of a what I would call red or burgundy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not real fancy on the colors. <laughs> and then is uh is the Queen of Hearts like almost like a teal color? It is. It's it's uh, like aquamarine, and I, I think they that, match yeah. up with that that rabbit hole. Gotcha. That, was that, that is like an aquamarine, I right. guess. Yeah. And then Alice is the traditional red. Mm-hmm. The March hair is, you know, the orange. And then obviously the king is a 
Is that purple or is it blue? Like it's kind a, of like a royal blue. Okay, so royal blue. That would make sense, royalty, royal right? Blue, right. And so he, uh, did you get one of those cards? Or Kentucky keep blue. Keep wildcat blue. Yeah, wildcat <laughs> blue. There you go. Now we're talking about language. But yeah, it's, um, and, and even though, you know, I was kind of talking about like Kasich not using a lot of colors, you know, when you look at the, the king and the queen, they actually have like a fair amount of colors in there, but they will take one of the prominent colors and highlight it out to the ribbon or the, the rabbit hole. It's sitting on the bottle, so it sort of pulls those colors out and makes them stand out among everything No, else. 100%. These are super, super nice design. They're, the layouts are beautiful. And just something else, I, I tell you what. So um, Yeah, I want to collect them all, but I don't even have one yet. It's like a Pokemon, <laughs> huh? you got to collect Jeez. them all, catch them all. Yep. <laughs> I know. It's that FOMO. That's what we were really <laughs> banking on. I'm, you I'm know? feeling it. Yeah. feeling it. Well, I mean, the good thing about these cards, you know, it has that um, QR code on the back of it. So if you scan that... We'll update that page with the other barrels that are coming out at different retail partners. So, mm. y- tell us a little bit about that piece mm-hmm. of it. So, yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna, so with the single barrel selection, when we when we spoke the last time, you were like, well, we're not even sure what that's going to look like yeah. or how it's going to touch or feel or all that type of stuff. We're we're at that point now, right? Mm-hmm. So, you're going to release ten a quarter. You said so. Yeah, is that going to be so forty this first? Well, I guess technically this year you're only going to have like yeah, it was 20. just ten this year actually. Right. So. Well, I mean, yeah, you can look at that. So um, this is, we're finishing our quarter right now. So our fiscal year basically ends this month. Um, and so next month is Q1 of 2022, which gets really, really confusing in my paperwork. <laughs> so whatever I'm labeling anything's out. And so in Q1, we'll have another 10 barrels. And then Q2, which will be basically O&D. So um, October, November, December, we'll have another 10 barrels. And then... The three months after that, January, February, March, another 10 barrels. And then finishing on up through June, we'll have another 10 barrels. So after the 20, what what I would call 2020 proper, 2022 mm-hmm. proper, mm-hmm. Will, you, will you guys ramp up production at that point to go to not more we're than 10 have, barrels per quarter? Or what's that going to look like? We're looking at it. Yeah, we're going to try and get more barrels out as the years progress um, and really try and focus on new labels as well. New labels in terms of the actual art. And the new labels in terms of product. Gotcha. Telling the whole story here. That's great. He's doing his best. (laughs) Kave, grab a headset, grab a mic. The mic should be turned on. So we'll just go from there. So, uh, so he's told us a little bit about the designer, you know, Kasich, and then uh, he told us that, you know, Fred and you went through the barrel house, picked this bad boy out for fun for the arts. By the way, thank you for doing something for charity. We love that. Um, that that's one of the reasons I wanted to be involved is because we're huge in the charity uh, market, things to that nature. So um, these are directional mics, so just hug on in and we'll go from there. But uh, so if you wanted to, just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Obviously, I, I know enough because I've read about you, but maybe, <laughs> maybe not everybody on the podcast world all over the – you know, we're, we're in like 37 countries, so, you know, oh, so, so therefore you, you'll get a chance to introduce yourself. So, so Kave, tell us all about you. Well, uh, first of all, thank you guys for being here. Really appreciate your support and, um, um, and just being patrons and uh, lovers of Rabbit Hole. Um, but um, my name is Kave. I'm uh, the founder and whiskey maker here at Rabbit Hole. I uh, got in the business about 10 years ago just simply because... I wanted to make sure that we make one-of-a-kind whiskeys and uh, we do something that's original, unique, and I think in some ways, speaking of our single barrel program, you know, that's really the principle behind this offering where um, the idea is how do we combine quality liquid with beautiful packaging and offer something that's truly one-of-a-kind. So moving forward, I, I know that uh, Adam mentioned the fact that you're going to have you know very similar 
opportunity where you're going to have special labels, maybe an artist, different things like that. So is, are you going to do that with all of your all of your brands? You know, Boxer Grill is one of my favorites. Um, you know, I, I've, it, it seems to be the one that I prefer the most. Um, and then High Gold is actually my second favorite, so I was super excited about this. So uh, is that the way you're going to run it out? Because I know actually High Gold was one of your later releases for the bourbon. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, um, if I have to say one thing for folks to think about when it comes to Rabbit Hole is that we have a soft spot for the creative class. I think creatives from be it the culinary, mixology, all the way to visual arts, cinema, so on and so forth. And the spirit behind the single barrel program is to see how we can give a platform to creatives um, in the visual arts. So essentially, we're going to have a selected number of barrels picked um, of each skew, each um, uh, number of our core product, Kville, Derringer, Boxer Grail, and High Gold. And each of those expressions are going to have a an artist designing six different illustrations for each of those releases. So next year, when we have essentially 40 picks in our program, 10 barrel picks per offering, and there's going to be 24 different illustrations by four different um, artists wow. and that's the kind of um, model if you would that we're, we're adopting so you're going to have essentially you know if you're looking for boxer grill for example um, you're going to have six different illustrations by another artist that's going to be depicted on the boxer grill release so by you saying you have a soft spot for artists that's obviously why you've done this for fun for the arts 100 percent, 100 percent. i think you know um I'm on the board of the Speed Museum here in Louisville, and we do so many different things with the James Beard Foundation on the culinary side. You know, essentially, you know, I really believe, and this is one of the things that I took away from my psychology days, which is um, I think that the way to health is to be able to create. And, and I think if we can give voice and an opportunity for people to do that, um, then I think we're... we're doing more than just making whiskey that's great i love that i love that yeah, so nice. so we waited to, to to drink these bad boys when awesome, you got here man. so it's been hard so <laughs> on our left so, it's, so now that now that the man of the hour is here so on the left is our is the standard um mm -hmm. high gold and then the right is the single barrel so uh we're gonna try these taste them let everybody know what we think and then um you can tell us what you were thinking about when uh you and fred went in and, and picked that one so we'll start with sure. the traditional and kind of go through there and anybody wants to try it and I'm going to let Sarah go first. I'm going to put all her right. on the spot since <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give her all the hard work. We're going to get, get the nose and the tasting <laughs> right. notes and all that good stuff. So, so Sarah, what are you getting on the nose right off the bat here? Uh, you know, I get that, that caramel corn. You know, of course, people say caramel for everything. But <laughs> um, I'm getting some cherries, like a, not baked cherries, just like fresh cherries. Yeah, like a bean cherry. Yeah. Almost like a tart cherry. Yeah, tart. Um, and then a little like nutmeg, just yeah. Nut. I mean, maybe not nutmeg. It's a, it's a baking spice nuts. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like a oh, I get hazelnut. That. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, some kind of nut there. I get it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I also get a little bit of leather. Huh. Just a touch. I don't know. So, Nick. Nice, nice, subtle, like amber color. I always talk about the legs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, as you twirl it around uh, this glen. Um, I mean, it's still dripping down the glass, so nice legs, good nose. You get a little of that 
that spice kind of on the the rear and then as you taste it uh, i would agree with adam like on that very back of the palate that's kind of where those spices that's where you can really tell where that malted rye kind of picks up so kind of as it it goes down you get that kentucky hug but then it's like oh this is a high rye so it's really nice yep y'all gonna put me out of a job (laughs) (laughs) better than i do Well, it, it gives you that full that full mouth feel, right? You you get some of the fruitier notes up front, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what I prefer about a high rye. I like to get those mm-hmm. fruit forward high rise, and the, but I do like that pepper spice to give you that Kentucky warm hug at the back end. And for it being, what this is ninety proof, right? Or uh, it's right 95. at ninety five. Ninety five proof. Yeah. I, that's right, ninety five. So uh, with it being ninety five proof, you, you you don't you don't usually expect the Kentucky hug, you you you, you know so. That's one of the things also I appreciate, you know, about Rabbit Hole in, in, in that in that manner is the fact that you guys are a little different. You think a little bit outside the box. So, <laughs> so Kave, what was you what was your you know thought process when you, when you did High Gold and you know and, and what do you get out of this when 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 you're working through the distillery process and things like that? What are you trying to bring out of this? You know, the idea behind High Gold was to see how we can um, give our own little twist on a kentucky classic right so if we have a you know if high rise a standard if you order a classic uh kentucky bourbon we wanted to see what the impact of these malted grains are on this product so it's a combination of looking at malted grains and uh, the toasted barrels and how they come together and the third piece being that we put the liquid in the barrel at 110 so that lower barrel entry also i think has an impact Um, You know, one of the things that I love about this is exactly what you guys are talking about in terms of that spice that lingers, but it lingers in a in a way that um, doesn't have a bite. It's really, I think, subtle and it's pleasant, which I think is something that um, I really enjoy when when it comes to a high rye, but particularly with high gold. Yeah, when when I've drank this in the past, I've always put this one with a with a rock. You know, I always put mm-hmm. a rock of ice in there, let it sit. Yeah. You know, give it just a little bit of that. Um, and the funny thing is, and, and and I need to talk to somebody that's actually a chemist or something. But I, I never understood why watering down something that has a high rye brings out the spice in the rye more. <laughs> and I just can't figure that one out. But I don't know. I'm not a chemist, so I don't know. You know, we tell folks to just let let it sit. Even I think Adam knows this well that. We let the liquid breathe for a while, and even a couple of drops of water, it really opens it up. And it's some of those um, floral notes, citrus notes that I think you were talking about sometimes. It, it comes out in a much more profound way if you do that. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm always about, you know, high rye, and especially when you can get those fruity notes on the front side and then a little bit of that spice in the back end. Mm-hmm. So it's always good. Um, My hope always with making any you know recipe is how can we make it to be balanced and complex at the same time because i think you know when it's off balance you can you can tell right um you want that complexity in terms of range of flavors but at the same time you want to have that balance where it's not necessarily too much sweetness or too much you know spice and that kind of mixed it um gives you a a nice pleasant experience it's like being a chef yeah, right. That's really, I, I think one thing that, that Kavi always kind of talks about that I love is, you know, you, you kind of approach making whiskey like, like you're building a menu or you're building a, composing a dish. Mm-hmm. And I always think that's a really good way to kind of think about the flavor progression in, in rabbit hole whiskeys is that there's always a starting point and an end point and they kind of balance each other. Mm-hmm. And that's something I just, I really have always enjoyed about this brand. Yeah. I think that's always been a reference for me is, is how does, um, 
a culinary chef approaches a dish, you can make the same dish um, with three, four different chefs and you have very, very different essentially products, right? And that's where it starts with the ingredients, how we cook them, how we process them, and then most importantly on the back end, bringing them to life um, when you blend them together. Absolutely, 100%. All right, now let's dive into the single barrel, the the, the moment of truth. So, so I got I got a question about this. So, so I see this gold topper. It, I hear that's a family crest. Is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is, um, you have uh, Amare Opus, which is um, a Latin for love and work. That is kind of the overarching, if you would, principle uh, that guides, I think, rabbit hole. You know, this is one of those things that I took away from my psychology days. Freud used to say, the best we can do as human beings is to channel our impulses and feelings towards love and work, loving a family, friends, and those types of things. And then if you're fortunate is to find um, essentially a profession that you're passionate about and you're excited about. And that's one of the things that is embodied in that in that quest. And then you got three other symbols, which is the lion, pomegranate, and uh, um, Looks a, like a mallet or it's a It's a blacksmith's hammer so um that represents truth the pomegranate represents life and the crown lion represents uh courage oh nice so i've been sniffing while you've been talking which that's great (laughs) the family crest that was one of the things i loved about the bottle the most was the fact that your attention to detail especially on the cork and different things like that is just really i mean it's second to none as far as that goes but Man, I'm getting straight cornbread and maybe like some nectarine on this thing. Holy mm-hmm. cow! Yeah. I mean, I mean, and granted, I bought this bottle 30 minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, been, it's been open for 30 minutes. I had to, yeah. you know, but no blood. You know, yeah. I did have sweat, almost <laughs> tears. You know, so <laughs> I, I was close. But maybe uh, a little bit of a sunburn. Yes, yeah. a little bit of sunburn. And I need some aloe later. Um, wow. Yeah, I get cornbread right off the bat. A that, little bit of the, like the, those fruit notes right on that nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's almost like nectarines or peaches or yeah. something like that. Maybe an apricot. I don't really know what an apricot smells like, but yeah. no, you, the, the, the you colors. need to eat more apricots, Scott. <laughs> you get some more fruit in your life, bud. I, well, I, I like apricots. You know, I usually get the ones that are the dried ones. Oh, yeah. 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 My wife buys those, but I, I got to believe that doesn't. that's not what an apricot <laughs> smells like, right? It's like almost like processed, like watermelon. Like real watermelon doesn't smell like right, watermelon exactly. taste or smells when you put it in candy form. So This definitely do, does have like a darker, richer color mm-hmm. than like the r- yeah. your regular expression. And it's definitely, uh, it's, it's more oily. What uh, The high gold is how old a blend of four years three four years yeah you know that the the high gold core is you know always it's at least three years old um so three to four years this one um this single barrel is four years and 10 months i believe is what, what y'all picked and uh it's 109 something proof yeah so I think definitely it's higher proof and older age to it 109.2 yeah and this is i will tell you, you know totally transparent this is the first time i'm getting to taste this single barrel and uh you know good good job Kave. well thank you <laughs> i mean i, I listen um Got to give credit to Fred. Uh, Fred and I had a lot of fun picking this this oh. barrel, and um, you know he's got an amazing palate. And, uh, and I think um, I'm I'm really excited. I know I'm a little biased, obviously, <laughs> because I was part of the pick, but I love this pick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost disappointed. Like I almost want to like, stay home. Like I was, I was going to spread rumors so people would like dissipate the line so we could get like a couple bottles. <laughs> There's already 175 people in line. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, this is this is great. It's 
It's so different than the traditional high gold, though. Like, I mean, I, I I'm getting more of the citrus and the fruits yes. on this. Absolutely. So you get like a mint. I get like a little bit of mint mm-hmm. right, right in the mid palate. Yeah, right in the right mid palate. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of mint. Um, I have some raisin. Does yeah. That, is that yeah? Okay. Well, I was There's getting plum, so plum yeah. raisin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah, yeah. some a dark fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I like, I like using the term stone fruit. I don't stone know why. Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Term. Well, that's a dark yeah. fruit. Stone yeah. fruit. What does that mean? Stone. I don't know. It's like your dark fruit. I totally know this because I used to work in grocery. Stone fruit is any fruit that has a big seed or pit in the middle. So like cherries. Peaches. Nectarines, peaches. Okay. Yeah, right. those are stone fruits. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. You know what the only fruit is that has the seeds on the outside? Strawberries. Strawberries. Yeah, that's yeah. so <laughs> too easy. Too easy. Too easy. That's yeah. a kid joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it, it's very, yeah. it, the citrus notes and, and everything else that's coming through. And honestly, the rye is a little, I mean, it's not, you expe- yeah, it, it's the, not it doesn't have the same spice even that no, the, the other doesn't. one does. It's, it's very different and very unique. I mean, You're it's. Right. A hundred percent different than the traditional port. You know, I, I drinking this, I would not guess this is a hundred and nine proof. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like it, it lingers. Like, I have the, like the the Kentucky Hug drops off uh, a little quicker, mm-hmm. in my opinion, versus the regular High Gold. But that finish, like it, it's like I mean, it's like like I'm almost like salivating for more. Like it's yeah. one of those that like, that finish holds on. The Kentucky Hug drops off. Um, I don't get that spice, but it's. It's all mid palate. I mean, yeah. this yeah. thing. That's is, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get a little bit up front, and it's you know, and I'm getting almost like a pipe tobacco yeah. mm. um, up front, like a little bit of a, the, those like almost like teas or tobacco. Kind of that real aromatic. Yeah. Sort I'll tell of, you, these guys yeah. know what they're I'm doing. I'm telling you, put me <laughs> these out of guys like, know what they're gonna doing. Fire but me that mid <laughs> that mid palate though is is crazy. I mean, you, that pop yeah. of mint, and and I'm not usually a big on mint. Like I'll be the first one to admit that, but like. This is a very different, like minty flavor that comes with it. Um, and well, then it's the subtle, right? I mean, it's subtle. Yeah, and, and it's just enough, if you would. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, and then the finish, it, even though it's a little quick, it's uh, it's 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 there and it's good, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I like that sound of citrus kind of hangs on right here, though. Yeah, right on the sides of the mouth, like it's still there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really telling like you, that. that flavor just holds there. Like yeah, Kentucky Hug drops off. I would not guess 109 on this. No. I mean, it's... Uh, it drinks much more like a 95. Yeah, this will get you in trouble. That, that's, <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what will happen. This is a, a, a phenomenal pour. Like it's, uh, I am glad we opened it, honestly. It's, Thank uh, you, Nick. Thanks listen, for... Listen, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's actually one of the things that I was talking to Adam about. My concern was how many people are actually going to open up the bottles mm-hmm. because it would be a shame if they didn't, honestly. Yes. Well, that's what bourbon was made to be done, is drink. 100%. Well, and, and 100%. share stories. Like, like I always tell, yeah. like, like nothing like learning history like i'm a yeah. i'm a huge like i like numbers i like yep. like weird stuff like i like history <laughs> <laughs> you know so i geek out about all this stuff but I, I love doing it over bourbon and then you can d- you know everyone has different nuances with their nose and their palate so understanding the process behind it what everyone picks up i mean that's well i keep telling people you know rabbit hole is just not a pretty face there's substance in the bottle. You got to open it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I get that all the time. I was going to say the same thing. My wife tells me I don't have a pretty face. Uh, <laughs> I definitely don't. I'm <laughs> and I'm married up, so I'm not doing right for myself. Yeah. No, I, I, th- I think, uh, I, you know, recapping the day, uh, I was super excited. So I think, one, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, referring friends. Uh, I missed not mm-hmm. being able to come on yeah. tours. Uh, I think it's a beautiful tour. Uh, I love coming up here and just having a cocktail in the evening hours, not even doing the tour, just going to the elevator, mm-hmm. 
hanging out, doing socials and stuff. Uh, the execution for not being open for about a year now, uh, I thought it was one of the best executed events. And, and I've been to several releases. So I've been to Old Forester, I've been to Angel's Envy, and some of the other ones. Um, and I thought today was going to be hot. I thought it was going to be a hot mess. Uh, but the execution, uh, seeing people smile out there, yeah. um, there's no issues. Uh, line move fast. The, the uh, upscale, by the time you checked out, you had three registers. You had cocktails ready to go. You had water to go. You had live music. Um, just a beautiful presentation ex- uh, in the courtyard, which I envy. Um, the bottle. I mean, you got yeah. that hybrid between the regular and the founder's edition. So you got like this nice, beautiful squatty bottle art. Um, I don't think you could have done it any better, honestly. Yeah, we've really, you know, we, we've got this great brand home team that has come on, um, you know, because we're opening a week from tomorrow. We're opening wow. a week from tomorrow. And we have this great brand home team that has come online and just really helped us get on track for opening. And this, you know, I, I told Kevin earlier, our brand home manager, this is your test, right? Yeah. This mm-hmm. is your dry run is this event today. And they just knocked it out of the park. So 100%. Beautiful yeah. liquid, beautiful bottle, beautiful execution. No, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 100%. You I know, agree. as you see people coming in and they're smiling and they're having a good time, even waiting out in 95 degree heat. <laughs> I mean, everybody had a good time through the process. Y'all were cool and kind enough to take waters out the folks. So, I mean, first class, way to go. You know, I really appreciate the fact that you took care of the cities of the, the citizens of Louisville and, and Southern <laughs> Indiana so well. So, uh, excellent job there. So, I'm going to piggyback one more time to the labels and the artist and things like that. You, you kind of mentioned that piece. And so, Kasich did the first one. Um, Adam mentioned the fact that he was from South Korea. So, what do we expect in the future? I mean, I'm sure you may use this gentleman again for something, but like, do you have some other ones lined out or ironed out that, that you're okay to talk about? Yeah, we have actually. Um Twenty different illustrators lined up, and um, the next four are already fle- selected, and we're in the process of finalizing the the artwork and getting the label submissions and so on and so forth. So, uh, the next person, and and I apologize, but I don't remember her last name. Her first name is Sue. Um, is going to be um, essentially a boxer grill pick. So, ten barrels of boxer grill are going to um, represent her illustrations, her artwork. However, um, it is going to be, again, the the Alice in Wonderland theme for the next one. But the next three after that are going to be very different themes. We're actually looking for, and there's an artist who's done some work on um, Louisville landmarks. So there's going to be six different Louisville landmarks that we are um, showcasing, highlighting on the labels. Then we have, um, you have a real soft spot for the literary folks. So we have uh, six of Shakespeare's plays that are going to be depicted as if you're looking at the label um, like a book cover. Okay. So yeah. wow. Shakespeare plays are going to be depicted there, and and it kind of goes from there. There's probably about half a dozen different themes that we are working on with these folks, and um, so the you know the idea is to to do something different, not regurgitate the same thing over and over again. So you know that's what I'm excited about with this uh, with this program. So speaking of Shakespeare, have you done Shakespeare in the Park? You know, my daughter was actually used Shakespeare in the Park for three years. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. she missed it last year because of COVID. But, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's it's a great lo- time. I, it man, really I love it. You know, um, yeah. this year was, I was, well, last year, obviously, I was super sad with, you know, COVID and everything else. And But this year, I was kind of like, oh, I was kind of disappointed they weren't going to, you know, be able to get out there in full effect. One of our close family friends, they are 
Mm. Very, very active with Shakespeare in the Park. So we always go out and try to support them. We always go see two or three events, and I'm out there sweating to death. And, you know, <laughs> I, I love the food truck scene. So that's the only oh, thing yeah. that really <laughs> keeps <laughs> me going out there. Yeah. So. No, no, it's it's great. I, I went to the one in Kansas City, and then right yeah. across from where we live, we have that Commonwealth Theater. They did, like, a little Shakespeare type of thing. So yeah. it's always always fun you know the support like the arts and everything i'm gonna have to get uh, financing on i don't know six bottles you know <laughs> like, i mean i mean maybe we need like the rabbit hole bank or something like yeah. that you know open up you new know. venture <laughs> just you said it now dual no. venture i'm the banker of the group you can stop doing that stop taking my <laughs> that's my gig so. Well, did you guys talk about the other picks, too, and where they're going to be, just in case people want to actually have the bottles? We, we alluded to them a little bit. Um, so Keeping you know there were Yeah, there I was. I was trying to keep it secret. Wow. Oh, okay. I'm no. sure. I'm, I'm so going. there's um, Kami's, nine other Kami's barrels the dirt. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's have Kami it. always yeah. does this to me. I, said, <laughs> well, I don't know if we can talk about it. He goes, what are you talking about? Spill the tea. <laughs> but, yeah, we got to spill the tea. No cap. <laughs> so this is, uh, you know, we've got a few out there. Total Wine has done some. Um who else has picked? Liquor Justin's Barn. House of Bourbon. Justin's House of Bourbon okay. is picked hmm. um, for the Kentucky Dirt. Uh, excuse me, Kentucky Bourbon, Bourbon Festival, Festival as well, which we're headlining a dinner yeah. for Kentucky yeah. Bourbon. And that's Festival. another one. That's yeah. another one that really yeah. the proceeds nice. are going essentially mm-hmm. uh, to the festival. So, and that's gonna be a good one. I'm getting yeah. the okay from my wife to leave. Uh, yeah. Paternal leave to go to Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Can you, can so you talk you to Heather for me? <laughs> 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 if she come over and watch the baby. We'll both go. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but yeah, so there's you know um, prominent liquor. Let's see, Liquor Barn and um, gosh, what's the one in Northern Kentucky, right across from New Corf Riff? Uh, oh. No, uh, Party Source. Party, Party Source, Party Source yeah, has picked one. They picked man. They picked a great one too. They have a really nice one. Um, so we've got some really really hard hitters that have come in and picked barrels that uh, you know we handed out this card during this event that you can scan and uh, we're going to update that periodically so you can see when that next release is so you've got the headsman right now you can go get alice next and yeah. go get the king go get the queen and fill your set out Nick. so 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 did they all yield about 144 or um just about anywhere between 144 i've seen the highest was around 186 i think was the one that we just dumped um and this one was really low this one was very low this one was yeah right 140, 144 on this one yeah, that 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 was the big surprise for me when you said how many bottles there were. I yeah. mean, the angel share was pretty high for a four ten. It is. I mean, I'll tell you one thing though. This this is, is a super secret piece. Can I talk about this? Thing? Yeah, you know, go ahead. You own the place, Jesus right? Christ. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta I gotta ask Adam if it's okay. <laughs> but uh, you know, every barrel that we do, you know, I've made an arrangement with the picks basically where um, there's a couple of cases that we hold back, and we call them the artist's proof. So those are the ones that the original kind of ones that it was like, all right, this is it. And um, so we do hold a couple cases back, sometimes two, sometimes three, just to, to make sure that we've got some for our archives and just for our collection. Yeah, right. I, th- I think in Kentucky you have to have at least six held back of each one for archive, yeah. yes. right? Is, right. is that correct? Yeah. 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 And yeah. every year on my anniversary, Kavi gives me a case. He's so generous. Wow. He's so generous. Is that what I do? Is that what you yeah. do? <laughs> I mean, we got it on. We got it on the air. I think it's legit now. Now it's true. Sorry, yeah, gotcha. sorry. I'm still. Is that what I do? <laughs> <laughs> so it was written. So it was said. It sounds very, very profound at that point. That or he, he said he will take a raise and it's <laughs> just a raise of cases. I'll take it. <laughs> So is there anything else you want to tell, you know, the Bourbon Barrel Talk family? Like I said, we're all over the place, things like that. You know, what, anything else you want to talk about, Rabbit Hole, you know, outside of this amazing event, you know, there's there's got to be something you want to say. Well, I'll tell you, you know, the other piece is our Founders Collection. And I'm really excited about the Founders Collection and what's happening with that. And um, 
the next release of Founders is what I'm super excited about, Me which too. is, you know, we have about five different recipes of bourbon currently in production. There's only two High Gold and Cavill that are out there. Obviously, our weeded one is part of uh, the PX Derringer. But uh, this one is going to be called Race King. And uh, it's our uh, first five-grain double chocolate malt Kentucky straight bourbon. Wow. And I'm telling you, it's phenomenal. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So, so this is the Founders, correct? Yeah. yeah. Sa- same squatty bottle, same beautiful display. Yes. Yep. With that nice kind of, was that M, uh, debossed? No, uh, debossed, debossed uh, yeah. sash uh, yeah. along it. It's, it's phenomenal. The, the execution phenomenal. on both of those. So, so I own all of them. Whoa. Even the original like the the original gin bottle Mm -hmm. so so i always like you know uh, i'll I'll nerd out about a bottle in a (laughs) box Uh, but the execution with the the six-year rye beautiful box and that mizunara was holy cow i almost wanted like i was trying to (laughs) apparently a gentleman bought it downstairs Mm -hmm. and i was just like can i like show it off you know like he's like like guarding he's like never mind it's yours (laughs) (laughs) such a beautiful display i mean so i'm looking forward to this one thank you Yeah. yeah Yeah, we're excited about that. So that's going to be rolling out sometime September, October. Now you time. said double chocolate malt. So is that going to be like a toasted chocolate malt and then a regular chocolate malt? Or so is it it's just two different varieties? It's both malted, different types of malted chocolate. Uh, we got chocolate malted wheat, wheat chocolate malted. I mean, am I saying that right? Yeah. Uh, malted chocolate, chocolate wheat. wheat. Yep. And um, malted chocolate rye. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I assume this is where Adam puts his plug, like social media follow, follow like Instagram, <laughs> right? <laughs> Pretty much at rabbit hole, at I, rabbit hole. I was yeah. just thinking we're going to just say cut and we're going to go down and try this because yeah. Yeah. I love chocolate <laughs> malt. We'll see how so. it goes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how much of my bottle I have left for you when you come back next time. So, but, but yeah, it's, uh, there's two different ryes in that too. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so there's, a five, there's five total grains in that. And, and I'll say this with, with Kava here. I mean, we put out, you know, obviously I'm a huge rabbit hole fan and and we put out amazing stuff. I have to tell you, this Race King is my favorite thing that we've put out. Hmm. Oh, we haven't even put it out yet. And I'm, I'm crazy about it. I am really, really excited to release this. You know what I love about it? When you look at it at the t- fermentation tank, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks and tastes like chocolate it malt. Does. It does. Wow. It does. Like, it looks like melted chocolate ice cream or like oh cocoa puff cereal. I mean, it's crazy. And it smells like coffee and espresso. Yeah. Wow. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Can I just leave my chair downstairs? Yeah. Just yeah. Like, yeah. I'll have it next six months. Yeah. Sign up. Absolutely. We're just, we're just going to go in the Rick house. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to walk out and sta- start standing in line. Exactly. Right, right to start the line right now. <laughs> yeah. Even well, earlier just, than this Just one. to keep you guys excited, one other thing I want to mention, since we actually haven't, really haven't talked we about haven't. this, there is also a new line called the Legacy Series yeah. that we're going to be releasing. These are going to be coming out in 375 MLs, and um, these are our, you know, experimental for lack of better word series, and a lot of finishes. So one of the other ones that I'm really excited about is going to be um, one that we finished in Starlino. It's a partnership with Hotel Starlino Vermouth. Mm-hmm. So it's a rye, uh, it's our boxer grill that we finished in Hotel Starlino Vermouth barrels, and I'm yeah. telling you, that piece is that. That's another great one. It's like wow. you just pour it on ice. It's like cocktail. And you, and you said three seven fives. Three right? seven mm-hmm. fives. Yeah. I'm scared. Really Ver- stretch Vermouth that yield. Everybody scares me. a little bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, it smells amazing. Yeah. The uh, nose on it's uh, unbelievable. I'll give it a try. Nick, you I'm gotta not make a big more room on the show. You're gonna like this. I know. Like <laughs> I always say, like I love an old fashioned, but I do not want a Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, oh, why don't you like a Manhattan? I'm like, I'm not a big Vermouth fan. So <laughs> well, that makes sense. So I'm gonna that try it, and we'll see. Yeah. Uh, 
I'll give you my honest assessment. Excellent. <laughs> we wouldn't expect anything else. So, good deal. So, all right, Adam, I'm, I'm going to let you close us out on your side. Tell us where they can find Rabbit Hole, what they need to look up for, all that good stuff, and then I'll do our, our little spill at the end and we'll get out of here. Absolutely. You can always find us at Rabbit Hole on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you know, we're down here in Nulu at 711 East Jefferson Street. We're starting tours on June 22nd. Um, go to www.rabbitholedistillery.com to find a tour. And uh, I always leave you with this. Find what you love and share it with those that you love. That's the most important thing in life. hey Absolutely. <laughs> and if you want to find Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us at bourbonbarreltalk.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, this is Scott, Nick, uh, Cave, Sarah, and Adam all signing off. Did I get everybody? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, we got it. Nailed oh, it. Dang. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.